good afternoon. It is the 17th of July. It's God's perfect victory day. It's amazing. I was away for just a bit for a short break and had lots of quiet time and just enjoyed it. Um, I needed that space and I'm back now and just continuing to move forward and that's what God wants us to do to keep moving forward with him with his presence in our life that we have to request and ask for and be present with him in Exodus We see a lot about God's character. And he's a faithful God. Abram, or Abraham, he changed it to. And Moses, he made a covenant with them. And that covenant goes all the way down to us. Because we are kingdom citizens. Because of those promises he gave Abraham. Mark 3 in the gospel. It also talks about God's character. All of through his word, it reveals different things about him. By this time in the gospel, he, meaning Jesus, is in Galilee. And large crowds are now beginning to follow him. And the organized religion of the Pharisees and such are after him. So Jesus no longer went to the synagogues. He went to the populations. And began to speak and heal amongst the people. Jesus in this also spoke to his disciples. He took them, separated them, and went up to the mountain. And he he spoke to them there. And it's it's called the Sermon on the Mount. And it's for serious disciples, kingdom citizens. So it relates to us in applying the fact that If you want to be that serious kingdom citizen, then read over the Sermon on the Mount. Because the Lord selected you, calling you out, you are chosen, you're consecrated and set apart. 
He wants you to mentor others and speak to others. And even today, you know, God wants you to do His will. And he wants you to follow him and ask him for the direction and guidance for your destiny within his kingdom. And he'll show you. His own family during that time didn't even understand him. So yes, he was beginning a new thing. All the old ways and thoughts were being changed, and that was hard. That was hard for people to relate because they had been so routinely orientated to that specific tradition in their land that it was hard to understand where where Jesus was bringing them even his disciples had difficulty but we have the same Jesus was now. I mean, he's he never changes. He's his message is the same then and now. So you can see how the world doesn't understand that they're going in their own way, they're going in their own thoughts, their own cultural cultural aspects of how the world is today. So to change and be different, you know, it was very even odd then as it is for many now. Because it means you have to give up some of what your choices are. So even today we can look at organized religion that we have today and it has really gone astray or what they call woke you know from what we had they're accepting and embracing things that the word says no one it's kind of flipped and if you can imagine back in his day it <laughs> he was flipping <laughs> what their uh, culture was at that time so you know they they weren't so open whereas right now they're getting to be too open <laughs> they're flipping to cultural aspects, norms, 
And yes, you should love everybody and love them where they're at and all that. There, there shouldn't be any hate or discord. But when you're going in and changing the things of the structure of the word and accepting things that that he never said was good, then you love the people and hate the sin. Hate what they do or dislike what they do. Don't accept what they do. It's it's not it's not accepted from his word. But we're hoping of course that everyone would come to him by the Holy Spirit drawn that would show them and they could be changed. class last night the pastor was talking about the Pharisees and that the unpardonable sin was not accepting the spirit and speaking against the spirit and that was what Jesus was bringing in at that time and so the Pharisees began to cut themselves off by their own words because they wouldn't believe so the spirit is the latest in the trinity you can't have salvation unless you have the spirit dwelling in you drawing you to him because he's not here on earth he's He's in the spirit. So he gave us our the spirit to us. So it was not it was it was the age of the Messiah when he came, but it was also announcing the age of the spirit that was coming in and empowering uh, to be filled with the spirit. He asked a good question. He says, what are you known for? And I began to think about it even in my own life. It's, I'm a listener. I, I have a lot of the skills of, the, of, of counseling, to be of counsel, a counselor. And that's the gift he gave me. So... That's what I'm known for. So that is what my destiny is. And sometimes it takes a while to get to know what those things are. But while I'm here in this world, that's what I need to focus on of what he wants me to do with that. 
to help others. So everyone has a unique destiny that he has given. Some never do the will of God because they don't know what it is. But you discover that through getting to know the Lord, knowing his character, knowing what he's given you, your your skill set. to know that God is faithful and he'll bring out the things that you need to know for that and to follow him so I ask you in this short little message that in Exodus and Mark 3 that giving the tidbits to think on about how God is faithful in your life and his character towards everything about you. Are you giving your all or your best time, effort, willingness to the Lord in His ways? For he will always be faithful to you, regardless. He's waiting. He's wanting you to take up that willingness to follow. And some are just casual followers. They never get past a certain point. And then there are kingdom followers. And they're the more serious disciples. So you have to really understand that he chose 12 men of different varying backgrounds. Of different ways and different things to go and follow him. Simon Peter. James and John. Who were brothers? Simon's brother, Simon's brother Andrew, Philip, Matthew, Bartholomew, Thomas, another James, and Thaddeus. Simon the Zealot, and Judas. 
So he picked these men, these 12, to follow him. And they all went willingly. And they gave up what they had. And they went forth to learn, to understand, and to give forth what he had. And the one question was, why did he pick Judas? (laughs) He betrayed him. So, and I'm sure Jesus knew that he was going to when he picked him. I mean, but it had to happen that way for him to sacrifice himself to go upon the cross and so forth. So there was a whole plan in that. So he's uh, calling us all. I know that he asked me, what is it that you want? When I needed to find another place. Well, also in looking at it and following him. What placement do you want with him? He's not going to force anything on you, but he's willing to be with you. This thing to think about, it's little tidbits of using them is, is it a lost thing no it's it's there and he, he's willing to show you so I give that to you today in this short little tidbit of a podcast. <laughs> to get your whole self engaged and involved in. That's what he's wanting. God bless.